Blog Talk Radio. Fuck some faggot ass police. Yeah. Now you know you can't trust them. Cause they always think that you be up to something. They try to lock you up for nothing. Now I'm feeling, now I'm feeling like fuck them, fuck them. Now I'm feeling like fuck them. They call it protection, but they killing niggas for nothing, nothing. They try to keep a nigga struggling. Trying to stop me, but they can't stop a nigga hustling. I'm talking to sheriffs, the troopers, and the undercovers. No matter what media say, I never, ever love them. Stop giving a fuck when I seen them snatching up my brother. Three in the morning, and he was sleep under the covers. They put him in the cup. Then they went and rough him up. Huh? Like, they ain't give a fuck. So, I don't give a fuck. Nope. Nope. I don't give a fuck. So, so I'm about to send it up. I'm feeling the feeling all up in my gut. You know that I recognize the people I can't trust. My mind's a freedom you know you really can't touch. My ties is lethal, show you people I had enough. Put my middle fingers up until I motherfucker bust. Cause they can't never cut my hands off, hands off. They done knock my nigga Sam off. Now I'm feeling, now I'm feeling like a stand-up. I'm the Lord of the Rings, I feel like Gandalf. Rushing you pussies like they gave me the winning handoff. You done stepped in the zone, you can't handle Show them the definition of why they call me ammo, ammo. Now you know you can't trust them. Cause they always think that you be up to something. They try to lock you up for nothing. Now I'm feeling, now I'm feeling like fuck, fuck. Now you know you can't trust them. Cause they always think that you be up to something. They try to lock you up for nothing. Now I'm feeling, now I'm feeling like fuck em, They got fuck the em. most guns in the area, area. And they shooting up the young in America, in America. If you thinking I'ma run, I ain't scared ya Don't think I'ma run, I ain't scared ya. ya Cause they looking at you like they wanna bury ya Talking shit to try to get you out your character, out your character. But you can't let them get you out your character nope. Cause they all love it for the corner to carry ya Can't tell me shit Man, I'd have had enough If they want war, I don't give a fuck Fuck the police Man, I done seen enough. If they want a war, I don't give a fuck. Fuck Cause they coming on your block like they run shit. And they trying to lock you up and you ain't done shit. Who the fuck you think I am? I ain't the one, pig. Wanna fuck my life up? That's some fuck shit. Now you know you can't trust them. Cause they always think that you be up to something. They try to lock you up for nothing. Now I'm feeling, now I'm feeling like fuck Fuck Now you know you can't trust them. Cause they always think that you be up to something They try to lock you up for nothing Now I'm feeling, now I'm feeling like Fuck em, fuck em Put your middle fingers out Put your middle fingers out Fuck the police Put your middle fingers out Put your middle fingers out Fuck the police Put your middle fingers out Put your middle fingers out Fuck the police Put your middle fingers out Middle fingers up, fuck the police. Now you know you can't trust them. Fuck. Cause they always think that you be up to something. Fuck the police. They try to lock you up for nothing. Fuck. Now I'm feeling, now I'm feeling like fuck. Fuck the police. Now you know you can't trust them. Fuck. Cause they always think that you be up to something. Fuck the police. They try to lock you up for nothing. Fuck. Now I'm feeling, now I'm feeling like fuck. Fuck the police. All right, all right. You're now listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, some guy named Jay, and Miss Marie Jones. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream 
dedicated to assimilating black folks from all walks of life, teaching and preaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show, which I believe, which I believe is not hosted by a convicted felon or conspiracy theorist wacko or closet lesbians. But hey, we'll put on a great show just as good as those people too, so listen up. <laughs> we'll do just as great as those people. All right, tonight we have Street Notes recording artist, recording act, Guns and Ammo to talk about their single, Fuck the Police, which you just heard, and some other music that they have, some other joints, some other bangers, and uh, to join us in uh, general topics, general discussion of topics in the black community. But before we get into all that, I just want to let let everyone know that you can check us out at blacktopia.org, and you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app on iTunes, Amazon.com, and BlackBerry World. Now, if you have an Android, you either got to go to Amazon.com or go to BlackVibes.com. Go to BlackVibes.com and search Blacktopia, and then you can get it for your Android. Can't get it in the Google Play Store anymore. They kicked it out. But it's all good, though. You can still get it. So um, let's go on ahead and bring the host on and, and the guest. Hold on just a second here. Got so many. Oh, and I see somebody's in the host queue that's that's not a guest. So I just want to let it, let you know that we take calls after the interview. All right. So um, so that's how we do. So so you're just gonna have to wait. We'll we'll get to you. So let me go ahead and bring everyone on. Just bear with me. Marvin the country queen lady. Ah, testify. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Barbara? You sound you sound tired again. No, I, I mean I am, but I mean it's been a no, it's, it's been a mess looking um getting this together. Uh, I mean tonight's show is going to touch on a subject that I mean it's a Lifelong blood if you except now some of the casualties are black folk. Um, those that get a choice to be publicized and profit from it, but then you got mothers of slain black children that had, you know, black on black crime, I feel they feel unrecognized by the media. Um, you know, it's been a hit on just worry about white law law enforcement, but anybody who commits a crime against somebody else is the issue, so Right quick, because I know they're listening. They didn't want to call in. They wanted me to ask guns and ammo. But I want to give a shout-out to Connie, Malaysia, Monica, Annette, and Cheryl. These ladies are in the 757 with me. Um, They lost their children to black-on-black violence, and they had a question they want me to ask the boys um, based on their song and based on the things that's happening um, in the community where children slain in their situation the difference between media coverage for them and media coverage for those publicized because it's law enforcement and white. Um, these ladies sat down with me proper last week after church for about 10 minutes because they all um, attend the same church. 
So they gave Blacktopia 10 minutes of their time um, to tell their story, and then I had to compile what they gave me into a question. So y'all, can y'all give me at least to about 940 because I owe it to these ladies for taking out the time to rehash those old hurts in order to, you know, get this question. So it's, I'll try to make it as fast as possible depending on how the boys answer. But I need to get this question asked for these ladies at the end of the interview. So please be patient with country. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. For all y'all that are that's pressing one early, just you know, you heard Barbara we're gonna really take our time with this interview and really get into it. But uh but we'll of course we'll take the call ins right after the interview like we normally do. Uh so around uh nine forty. Um it's gonna be a good show regardless. Uh we're going ahead and bring on Miss Marie Jones. Good morning. Good morning, what up though? Good morning. Let's do on the show. It's Tuesday. Hey. Yep, it's Tuesday. But we missed yeah. you. And then can I give a shout-out to Leah Lee? Thank you for standing in for Miss Marie and for that impromptu interview that we did with you as well. Love you much. But that just proves how serious and bad we are on Black Tobia Round Table Talk Radio. We don't play with stuff like that. So she held it down for you, Missy. Can we get a baby? Because, oh, yeah. you know, you missed a week. Still don't have that, I don't have anything new. I don't want to talk to you. We're not talking to you. I asked Miss Marie, can we get a baby? Because, you know, you missed last week. Uh-oh. Can you get a what? A baby. Can we get a baby? Oh, you forgot. No, Jack's supposed to record it. He still ain't got the sound bite. No, he ain't. I'm going to get it. Can we get a baby? You're going to get a whole lot of babies with tonight's topic, baby. It's going to be. It's going to be a baby. I'm going to have to do a remix to it. That's it. That's it. It's going to be. Yeah, it's, it's nasty. I, had to, I brought in some other folks because, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I need that ass. It was, I mean, when you hear the stories live, it ain't make no damn sense what I just heard. I mean, you know, Sunday was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's the, the society we live in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's oh, bring yeah. on the boys. Let's get the boys on here. All right. I know guns and ammo are like, okay, I wish they shut up and bring us on. <laughs> so let's go ahead. And you saw it. I had my shotgun. Bring your ass. Bring your ass. I'm ready <laughs> for you, Shotgun. Yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah. How y'all doing? Oh, How y'all doing? All right. Blacktopia. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Yeah, you on that guns and ammo right here, just to let y'all know we kind of sound the same, so we get that. Okay. What's good with you? All right. Guns and ammo. I just want to let you know this is how we do things. Barbara, the country cleaning lady, is going to sit you down in the hot seat and interrogate y'all like like she's a cop. Uh oh, fuck the police. And um, after the interview. Uh, Miss Marie Jones is going to come in with some follow-up questions if she has any. Then we'll take some calls from the listeners. After the calls, around 10 o'clock, we take a break. 
After we come back from the break, you know, I'll plug some things. But Miss Marie Jones has Good Morning at Night. After Good Morning at Night, then we have our general topic discussions, plus we'll also have some more callers call in and, you know, add any if they have some more questions or if they want to talk about any of the various topics, they can. And, uh, and that's how we do it. So, uh, so are you all ready for this interview? Oh, yeah. Yeah, brother, let's, let's get it cracking, man. Hell yeah. I'm ready to fight. Mm mm. As long as you had a buckshot, it'd been better. All right, y'all. Mr. Rick and Mr. James, collectively known as Guns and Ammo. Now, see, I've dubbed y'all authors of gangster rap. So that's what I'm going to start calling y'all. That's y'all new nickname for me, the authors. Um, Most of the songs I've heard from y'all, Sultry, Gritty. A cross between the Ghetto Boys, Mystical, Ice Cube, flavored by Dr. Dre. Then you turned around and recreated a lifelong blood feud that, I mean, you know, now the casualties is kind of sad because it's the innocent. I call them the forgotten. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people, inclu- including the Georgia um, paper, called it controversial. I don't see it that way. I see it as a eye-opening mm-hmm. speakeasy because it's a topic that needs to be addressed but not one-sided. But all fatty. Um, my first question for y'all: Why the lyrics for FTP? Where did they come from? And explain this insert to the audience that's listening. Shut up, young America! I ain't scared of you. And can't let them take out take you out of your character. Okay. Well, why the lyrics for it, and why that insert? Go ahead, Emma. Uh, well, I I remember. One day it happened into my brother, man. It, 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 you know, they came and snatched him out the out, out the hotel room, and you know they they accused him of something he didn't do. Uh, obviously, you know uh, nothing happened. Where he, you know, they did they, you know, they pretty much roughed him up and treated him like crap, you know. And I've been in and out the the uh, judicial system from from my side of the uh, 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 lyrics, and also a lifelong friend of mine has been killed by the police. He was unarmed. He was stopped for a DUI, and uh, mm-hmm. they know exactly what happened. I mean, his, his face is not all in the media or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, you know, and, and that's where it came from. And when we heard the beat, and we, and you know what I mean, we we just when we come up with the music, it, it's a, it's more so a feeling, and I guess our our, our standpoint at that time. Mm-hmm. Well, coming from Chicago, it did. Coming from Chicago, Gangsterville, I call it. Living the urban life in the streets. Reporting black-on-black crime for y'all areas has what effect on the community? Uh, Not, I mean, it doesn't get just, you know, it's. I just seen on the news, I mean, not on the news, on PBS, matter of fact. I got a son, he watched PBS, and when the cartoons come off, the uh, BBC comes on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they were talking about it's been 500 murders in Chicago this year already. Mm-hmm. You know? and, uh, and, and a lot of times, and, and we got to understand who controls the media as well, you know. You mm-hmm. know uh, uh, they're not going to show that stuff because they don't want, want it to have an impact. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We know it. Mm-hmm. We live there. We know, hey, yeah, on the news, they triple homicide. Even in Chicago, you got to – have a, a, a you know triple homicide, quadruple homicide 
to even make the news, you know what I mean? As a, right. As, as the uh, black standpoint, it's bad, but that's how it is, you know. Right. Uh, a lot of kids get abducted. A lot of kids are, are murdering kids, and, and none mm-hmm. of that stuff. Every day, it's every mm-hmm. day. It's right. One day news that you can see that that, that you don't see that it's been a, a homicide. You know what I mean? Right. Or, or, or a gang shooting every day. Well, why the names Guns and Ammo, and what artist or group propelled you into rap? Um, I think I think Guns Guns came from uh, just you know, I guess because I know how to rap. Uh, guns also came from because I I, I I would fight. I know how to use my hands, and uh, I guess I think that's where Guns came from. Guns is actually short for gun catastrophe. My mm-hmm. full name, my full, my full rap name is Gun Tastric, but uh, it, it's just Guns for short. Okay, ammo, ammo, okay. ammo came um, because uh, we twins, and uh, instead of his rap name uh, being something else, uh, mm-hmm. we just chose Guns and Ammo because it clicked mm-hmm. in together, you know. So. And you know, nobody would even think of that if they hadn't looked at y'all. And I already knew when I saw you, that's why I laughed. But you know, I was I thought this ain't double trouble, but no. I just said authors against the rap because I, you know, I was like, what the hell? And I was like, okay. Yeah, then I saw it. I noticed the different marks y'all tried to put on you to try to show the difference. But I mean, I know y'all played games with them girls when y'all were younger and shame on your asses and all to come over there with a switch. But you know, um, I ain't even trying to hear it. But you know, yeah, I was like, oh God. But yeah, hey, that's, that's, that's why I stepped out when you said the boys. Like, you know, that's what everybody used to call us. You know, they the boys. Uh, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> like that. yeah. <laughs> that's why I did that. You know why I did that? I would have called y'all separate stuff, but I knew y'all was twins. That's why I said the boys, because I was like, yeah, they think they're sweet. Y'all got the wrong one. I ain't got time. I do my research. Get it together. <laughs> I, I, I still want to ask you a second question you asked. Well, artists, mm-hmm. uh, uh, inspired us um i mean i I like all types of music uh we've been in music a a long time but if i had to choose maybe one artist uh Mm. maybe in hip-hop that inspired me hip-hop it probably would be jay-z and uh why because i would have said ice cube for you you serious okay well well, well, i i I, I, I grew up i grew up listening to public enemy Mm-hmm. And uh, Ice Cube and Ice T. Yeah, but uh, I would say you would boy. fit Ice Cube. Yeah, but uh, you fit you fit Ice Cube. Your brother fits Dr. Dre, and it's like all y'all missing is the other three little thugs going in. Y'all been straight. Y'all have <laughs> <laughs> been good to go. Like damn, they sound just like them almost. Just you know, put their twins to it. So I mean, I'm just that was just my opinion on it as I kept listening to all of y'all music. That was my opinion. What inspired you? Yeah. What inspired your uh, brother? I, I I was inspired. Well, I I always been into music, you know. Mm. And I'm gonna be. I, I was inspired by the oldies at first, and and well, uh, like I, I'm a percussionist. You know what I mean? I drums, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, uh, you know, I just uh, I it, it really. I was in high school, and when they started rapping, I was making the beats, and then uh. My buddy was like, hey, man, you, you should start rapping, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I went home and wrote a rap, and I was like, hey, it was hot, you know what I'm saying? And and, and went on from there. But as far as uh, artists, like, I like wordplay, you know, Eminem, you know what I mean? Right. 
uh, 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 Papuza, you know, I like them guys, Dipset, I like the, you know, that, that wordplay, a lot of that East Coast stuff, and as far as West Coast, you know, I listen to, like, your boy and, and uh, uh, Sugar Free and, and mm-hmm. all of them from us, you know, so, you know, I get, but my main artist is Eminem, and, 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 and I'll say Jay-Z and Biggie, you know, those was a big impact on me. Wow. Well, fart niggas don't know lyrics. What, where did they come from? How were they created? And what thoughts was in mind? Because to me, they set the prelude for fuck the police. Listening to them. Right. Uh, exactly. Fuck was it? Was it a prelude to fuck the police? Because that's what it sounded like to me listening to the lyrics. But I want to know what y'all thoughts was when y'all created them. Oh no, my thoughts was on the whole. To be honest with you, the uh, fuck niggas ain't even really. Have nothing to do with the police, pretty much. Mm-hmm. That, that, Sound I like it to me. But we kind of uh, made the I, video I, that way as well, though. The video did come out that way, and yeah, yeah, the video came and out. So that they way, don't but, know. So they don't know. That's why I said to me, I said, okay, well, this is a prelude to blasting us with that. You know, with fuck the police. If you were listening to the lyrics on both songs, to me, it would sound like a prelude to it. That's why I'm asking y'all, was those thoughts in mind or what were the thoughts in mind before y'all set us up with, you know, fuck the police, that single? Because, I mean, everybody keeps trying to say, like, y'all remake um, from them, their fuck the police from straight out of Compton. I don't see it. I see you already setting up your own style through those two songs. The the fuck niggas song came from basically people hating and 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 it's 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 what exactly what the hook what the what the hook saying that's the song title um mm-hmm. you know people that you know that that's hating on you or didn't um want to see you make it or, or grow into something and it's like if you make it into something it's, you know i'm getting i'm I'm really getting tired of these hot niggas uh we really want wasn't calling the police fuck niggas and, and nothing like that. Like I said, that's general people in general. That's just was just talking in general, you know, of, okay. of the fuck niggas that actually in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, who is Timothy Burgess and why is he y'all idol? Well, um, well, Timothy Burgess. Come on, I do my research. Don't get quiet. Answer me. Who is who is <laughs> Timothy Burgess, and why is he all idol? Well, Timothy Burgess is um, he's just he's a mentor of ours. Yeah, he's somebody that in, inspired us into uh, you know growing up and 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 in, in urban America, growing mm-hmm. up in, in areas like that, people don't have somebody to tell them what they can become and what they can do and this and that. It's more about gossip and how somebody ain't doing this and doing that. And Timothy Burgess came in. He was just somebody that that was a, a, a positive influence on our life and uh, uh, invested mm-hmm. invested in us, you know. So mm-hmm. um, God is my idol, though. God is my idol. Uh, mm-hmm. but, he, but, he, but he's a mentor, though. Uh, and 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 saying that, and I saw that Christianity was both of you all's religious background. I mean, you know, doing what you do, and understanding how you have to do it in order to thrive and take care of your family. Can you be able to differentiate the two in order to make a successful career? Can you be able to step down from God long enough to succeed? 
principle. Keep well, this principle in mind in order to not do the wrong thing. The, the, I, I feel me. what you're saying. And, and I don't mean to cut you off. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, just like me, I go to church every Sunday, you know, uh, and, mm-hmm. and uh, not just for me, but I, I got, I'm got. i a single dad, too, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, I learned a lot from church, and I and I, I thank God for everything, and, I, and I'm pretty sure my brother feels the same way. Mm-hmm. As far as lyrics and stuff, you know, it's, it's more so poetry, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it might come harsh as just, you know, it's it's a way to get off anger, and my mom mm-hmm. always said she said that if 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 you you like a balloon and and, it, and once it fill up and it fill up and you don't let none of that air out, eventually it's mm-hmm. gonna pop. You know that's but, our way of uh, yeah. letting loose. You know? Right, but you know why I'm asking? Because a lot of a lot of those in you all's business in the music industry, when people touch on that sensitive subject, they shy away and give it no credit. They, they give credit to the human element instead of to the spiritual, especially when you proclaim to have it. And I'm glad you answered the way you answered because that was as truthful as you could get. I always say the small guys, y'all will do better than the larger ones because you keep you keep focus of what's more important to you within making a career. And, I mean, you know, a lot of them, you know that. If somebody sat them down and asked them, they shy away of him and Hall, they don't answer the question. I mean, because they're scared that somebody will be a fan that don't like them saying it and won't, you know, buy their material anymore and, you know, continue to profit their their industry. And um, thank you for answering that honestly. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, and like you said, you know, my, my aunt raised us for a majority of our life. So, mm-hmm. you know, we got a good morals from her. She kept us in church every Sunday. You know, mm-hmm. she, she did her best to keep us out the streets. Like, me and my brother really don't like you know, uh, uh, too much confrontation. We'll get out if we have to, but, you know, mm-hmm. we learn how to get it. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I'm on here, folks. Okay. Okay. Well, the media preys on racial hatred. And with their treacherous goals to be top radio stations, do you feel that they publicize these crimes and allow those involved to profit in order to boost ratings? Because I heard somebody um, make that comment up against y'all's song. You, you, now say that question one more time. The media preys on racial hatred. And with that, they use that treacherous goal to try to become the top radio station. Do you believe, like I do, that they publicize these crimes, the high-end crimes, white law up against a black, you know, innocent, and allow the people involved, the victims' families, to profit in order to boost their ratings. Yeah, yeah, they do that. I mean, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't agree. I mean, if you think about it, if we, when we come up with our songs, even with the FTP song, you mm-hmm. know, when we come up with these songs, it's just we come up with them. And and to be but, honest, but, you know, but, it's but other Rick, people put. Yeah. But Rick, see when we what, you know, you come up with an idea, but after time, the idea is going to evolve, and other people help to evolve. So mm-hmm. people, when people start to view the song, and when people start to take the song, they look at it, they see dollar signs first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and again, so so so. I mean, if people don't feel like they can make some money up off of it or, you know, get their name up off of it, then, you know, yeah, they're going to make 
Yes, people do that. That's that's, that's okay. people do that. That's the way of life. That's what unfortunately right now it is. Right. Well, how do you guys fare along in the business as brothers, and how much family support do you have? I mean, we we definitely got family support. We we got high school folks and you know folks from Chicago. We got a whole. We definitely got a great support system, and and we definitely support each other. Music, we always have. Uh, mm-hmm. We are hand and glove fit when it comes to music. So you know, we got. I, I believe we got. A, we got definitely a good support system when it comes to the music. Um, as long as we keep on uh, making hot tracks, I mean, we always had a great support system from the moment we started uh, uh, rapping together mm-hmm. in a group. So, I mean, our support system is great. We just want to get our name more out there. That's all. Okay. Is it easier to lose sight of a productive goal like becoming a top artist than to falling into a destructive path, especially when you have a street-oriented background? Uh, I believe I believe with, with age comes comes wisdom. It all I, to me it all depends on uh, what type of moral values you have and 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 the things that you want want to do. Uh, I believe in in minor setback for major comebacks. Uh, you know, I, I mm-hmm. believe in that. So, you know, um, to to me, I I, I, I just believe in, in minor setback for major comeback. You know, that that's what I believe in. What about your brother? What about you? I feel the same way. You know, life Mm -hmm. is its own teacher. You know, Uh, uh, if we—if you don't have certain positive influences in your life, it's no telling. It's no telling. uh, You know where you end up. You know, we—we had somebody on our back. You know, Uh, uh, we did things. We did. We rebelled as teens. You know, but you know, we—we still had. You know, uh, uh, Mr. Burgess, and that was one thing I was going to say. That's another person we've seen come from nothing to something. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's like oh, yeah. without selling drugs, you know, without without right. having to rob somebody or take over something to to make his money, you know, he did it positive. He he, he started right. a business. And, and, right. and, and, you know, if we didn't have those things, then, you know, we, we would be. You probably on the streets, you know. Or but see, why a lot of them revert back? Why they always claim they have to revert back to that thug life in order to make it? When you realize that once you got out there into the media eyesight, if you do something wrong, everybody gonna know your business. I mean, I don't understand. That's why I'm asking. Why does why does it seem like you you have to revert back to that once you pulled yourself out of that type life? I mean, granted, you got family or friends back there that's still living that. But once you created a better life for yourself, a family, you know, a steady career, why do most of those guys go back in that direction? Because, I mean, I know you've probably crossed a few of them as both of you all have, you know, you know, reaching for that stock. I mean, how how do they do that? I don't understand. You put all that work into something and then let one person pull you back into that personal hell. I think when people become – I think when people become uh, – um, a certain name and a certain statue in life, you know, people think that people just perfect. I think we all got flaws. I think people all got stuff hidden in their closets and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think like with Chris Brown's situation, uh, when, right. when the media, when the media is all in your eye and things like that, you know what I mean? Uh, stuff happens, you know, you take uh, innocent, 
couple arguing on the street. Don't nobody know them. They just arguing. But you take take somebody that's real famous or something like that, make it the argument. Mm-hmm. The media is going to blow it up. You know, when you mm-hmm. control the media, when you control the media, I think you control the way people think. You know? Exactly. Wow. Exactly. People, people revert go. back. People revert back to the dope band because the shit is easy and it's familiar. That's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think that's just what they used to. You know, that's, that's right. real talk. Fortunately, I was I was just I, I I didn't have to sell drugs. You know, I, I tried it. And I, I felt like it wasn't for me. You know, <laughs> so I I, I I I didn't do it. You know, I just felt I could find other ways to mm-hmm. to, to earn me an income and get me some money. So I think people just revert back to just selling drugs like that young lady said because it's easier and that's what they used to do. Fellas, okay, I'm about to ask y'all this very serious question. I got five moms on the line that children in the 757 was gunned down for various reasons. So bear with me because they want y'all to answer this, being that y'all are young men, y'all boys in that situation, in that general of age group. They want y'all opinion because I let all of them listen to y'all song. So can you bear with me for a couple of minutes and answer them before I give y'all over to proper? Yeah. Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, these ladies came from three different backgrounds, middle class, middle class poor, and project. Their children were slain by black-on-black crime. The first lady, Connie, her son was robbed and killed for $5. Malaysia, her daughter was murdered in an initiation for a gang member. She was nine years old. Monica's son was shot for $200 Jordans because he wouldn't take them off his feet. Annette's daughter was shot and sodomized for saying no to a gang member. And Cheryl's son was shot nine times for laughing at something he saw walking home from school. He was 13 years old. They want to know, is it fair? that only blacks killed by white law enforcement should get publicity and profit from lawsuits when mothers of children slain by their own get only 10 minutes on the air and forgotten and quietly tucked away. And these ladies say you expect them to adopt and accept Black Lives Matter when niggas took their children. I want y'all honest opinion because all five ladies are listening to you right now. Go ahead. Well, I, I know uh, first, first off, first oh, off, ahead, I, I want to say uh, I'm I'm sorry to hear uh, about uh, about that situation. Uh, my my heart goes out to you, and I pray for each and every one of you ladies uh, to stay strong and just believe in God and just always remember to put God first and keep faith. Um, but to me, to first off, I believe. Media coverage, uh, I believe, is 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 overrated. Um, I mean, it, it's a way for us to speak for everybody to hear, but I believe we can use our voices in different ways. We just don't need the TV. Um, that's me personally. Uh, I do believe that when white cops slain black kids, um, again, they do it in the media because. We live in a world that people just like violence. I was just saying um, to my girlfriend, I believe on the TV, if they just played the church, played gospel, and just didn't have nothing to do with anything, it was just 
guide, 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 well, we'll have a better, better thinking group of people in the world. Um, I, I, believe, I, I think it's a shame that when black-on-black crime happens, that it's not publicized or on the media or, you know, uh, like you said, uh, uh, they get lawsuits and things like that. Um, but, again, the areas that we live in, uh, unfortunately, they, I think they just get, they just get overlooked. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I just seen something on Facebook today that said uh, Walmart uh, is different in, in suburbia than it is in the urban areas, um, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just I I, I believe in, in in the projects, middle class, no matter where you go, it's crime everywhere. Um, right. But if if we could take a gun out of people's hand and put a book in their hand, um, I, I believe it'd be better. You know. I ain't trying to take up the whole interview. Uh, I know my brother want to say a couple things, but I believe the school system. When I first off, I'm not a high school graduate, okay, but that mm-hmm. didn't stop me from from being from wanting to be successful. Right. I wanted to be I wanted to be successful for me. But when I was a kid, I didn't. I, I felt like how somebody said the kid was laughing about something. Well. When you're growing up in a society that you're growing up in, you know, people just don't want to be what they consider the hoe. Well, I'm not no hoe. You know, if somebody try to come at me like that, yeah. and I'm, you know, they, they just want to be, they just want to be the next big bad person. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just feel like uh, $200 Jordan shoes, somebody should never, never, never lose their life over a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, un- unfortunately, though, it, it happens. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in in these areas, so I, um, it's just a shame. It, it's just mm-hmm. a shame, and I and I and I do feel like that it should be publicized a little bit more on on the media. But I believe that we don't we don't need the media. We don't need TV. We need right. more people coming together in churches, That's street right. rallies, protests, That's and right. things like that. And see, and that was their thing to you guys, and not, you know, picking on your song, because they loved your music. One of the ladies, Connie said it reminded her of her son, the way he used to rap and wanted to be, you know, an artist um, before all this went down. It reminded her and Malaysia. um, Her daughter wanted to be one as well. Um, But the fact that, you know, they go unsaid, um, every one of these gentlemen involved in these cases were arrested and brought up on charges and sentenced. That's not even the situation at hand. It was the ignorance of why these young people were taken and the age, especially the little girl in the initiation killing, the the ignorance of why, you know, and black folks sit in the community, they know these people. I said it time and time again, talking to Miss Marie, talking to Proper, talking to, you know, everybody on the show. Time and time again, black folk do not PR black folk enough. And you pick a specific demographic to do that with, and it's not right. It's not black lives matter. All lives do. Because no one has the right to systematically snuff you out. You don't have that call because you didn't create me. 
Right, and I mean right. that in, in the sincerest form of, of, of meanness. You didn't create me, so you have no right. Back in the day, y'all know how it was done, even with y'all coming from Chi-Town. You settle things with your hands. I don't know when the guns became involved, because even the gangsters back then, most of them settled shit with their hands. They didn't really use the gun unless it was, you know, direly necessary. So I don't understand where they came into play with this young generation and the fact that the things you value as important mean nothing to the mature ones of us. A pair of shoes mean not a damn thing. You laughing at me, it could have been something you saw that was funny. There was no need to snuff me out behind laughing. You know, laughter. It's it's the ignorance that's going to take our our culture down because we we don't try to do things for one another. We're trying to hurt one another systematically, whether it's with our mouth, like what happened with Leslie Jones, whether it's physically, what happened with these young women and their children, whether it's mentally holding each other back instead of helping each other get ahead. We will never with those bad attitudes. And I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. And I, I mean, I wanted to know how y'all felt because, like I said, each one of them cried listening to y'all song because their children wanted that life. They wanted to be that artist in some form right. or fashion, except for one of them. But the re- the remainder of them wanted to be an artist like you guys, inspired. They were really impressed with the fact that you came from Chicago and trying to build something of yourself. Because I gave them a little background from when I was doing inter- before I interviewed you. I mean, they saw you guys came from a bad situation, came from a project or, you know, uh, uh, under for, uh, unfortunate areas, they want to call it, and still you're trying to strive to do better. You just said you're a single dad. And you're yeah. still trying to strive to do better regardless because someone stepped up and said that they would make sure you did better. The same thing I do, Miss Marie do. Proper does. That's what I call Jonathan. Um, We all try to do that in a sense. The people listening, some of them do that as well. Because if we don't do it, no one else will. And that is the truth. And until we learn how to PR our own people, not put us down, PR our own people. Like I do with you guys in the interview. I haven't put that little insert on commercial up yet for Black Toby, but I will. Some people ask me probably why I give y'all the interviews if I'm talking to Sean John or I'm talking to Jay-Z or one of them. I don't give a fuck about them niggas. You understand me? Because in some sense, once they've gotten where they've gotten, they don't care about the man back there that helped them get their buying their material, though I love their clothes, buying their stuff. They don't care about that. They made their money. It don't matter. They give you a false face in order to make you happy. You boys are in this for real. It's with your heart. It's with your emotion to make the best career you can, especially when you know you got your children and family looking at you. You you find that important. And to me, you are the superstar. That's why you get the interview as if you were one. And I get on proper nerves about getting all the information together to interview you. I treat you just the way, like, whether you make it or not, in my eyes, that's what you are to me. Right. Because everybody has that right to an opportunity. You understand what I'm saying? If you're going to put forth the effort to make yourself make it that far, then I'm going to give you that credibility as if you've made it, even though what I do professionally is clean. That has here nor there to do with what you all want to do to better the community. Put music out there that soothe these kids' souls. Let them know that there are others out there fighting to do better, and they can too. That welfare isn't the fucking end result or jail or in the ground. 
with somebody peeing on you. That is not the end result of your life. It's not. And I wish more young men like y'all would step up and say something. That's not the final result. And again, we've said this time and time again too. Sitting around with a hundred or excuse me, a thousand dollars in your pocket ain't a fucking dime. I've had three thousand in mind and shit going in twenty minutes to pay every bill I own. And I'm sitting there looking stupid like I I even put my hands on there to touch the money to see how much it was. I'm looking like this shit don't even make a whole roll in my pocket. But young Mm. men put their lives on the line for that little bit of shit when the person they working for live in a mansion somewhere in another country or another state. See, it's because the mentality that they have is not right. And young guys like you guys, like I told the other guy, I told young, y'all need to get out there and start saying something when you have an opportunity. Show these boys yes. that it's a better life out there. Exactly. Yes, ma'am. And, I, and, I, and, and that's actually what I do for a living. I, I, I'm a motivational speaker, so I hold meetings every day. Mm-hmm. At least 30 young people every single day. I provide jobs uh, for young people all across uh, the country uh, to mm-hmm. travel state to state, and I, and I teach them how to sell soap. That's our slogan. We sell soap. And not dope. So we sell a cleaner that cleans everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, keeps them out and change their thinking to change their income. So that's right. Definitely, man. Well, I'm not even going to ask y'all give us something that we don't know about you because, I mean, pretty much we've laid it out on the table. So, Proper, you can have them for your guests. Thank y'all for that interview. Thank you, ladies, for listening. Yes. Love y'all. All right. Uh, All thank right. you. All right. Thank you, too. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, Guns and Ammo, we got some callers that want to talk to you. Um, okay, but before we get the calls, oh, yeah, yeah, press 1. All y'all listening in, press 1. And if you're listening in on the link, all you have to do is call us at 516-387-1219 and press 1, and we'll get you in. But before we take these quick calls right quick, Miss Marie Jones, anything you want to add, anything you want to say? Miss Marie Jones. Uh oh. Let's see if we bring her back. I think she dropped off. I don't see her in the. I don't see her in here right now. Okay. Well, we'll. Of course, we'll get her for good morning at night. Um, let's go ahead and take some calls. Caller in the. Uh, call in the seven one four three nine five. Are you on the air? Who is this? Hey, this is uh, Shogun. This is the. Uh... President Street Notes Records. Hey, how you doing, Shogun? Oh, hey, I'm so doing so good. I'm doing good. What's up, guys? Ammo? Oh, yes. You know. Hey, you know what? I want to follow up on some things that um, was being talked about, and I'm going to share something with you. You know, like me, Guns and Ammo, and Mr. Burgess, we all come from the same place as far as motivational speakers, um, giving young people opportunity to better their life. Now, to give you a little background of me, I am a convicted two-strike felon that got out of the gates of a level four prison in 2002, and I turned my life around and started my life with $200, And because of the background and the training that I received that 
um, Guns and Ammo have received, that Mr. Burgess has received, you know, from a man out of Chicago, Illinois, who taught that we have not to judge us from where our past was, but gave us an opportunity to prove that we are, you know, young men that can be something and leaders in the world. And my problem is, is I'm, I went to Mexico two days ago, or like three, three, four days ago, dropped my wife off. She went down there to visit family. And I was coming back across the border, and the gentleman, the security, the federal agent actually said, these are the words that came out of his mouth. He says, do you know that you can get 10 years in the federal prison if you put your hands on a federal officer? So, in other words, he looked at my past and automatically assumed that this was me and that I'm going to let you know, I'm going to put you in jail. You know, and I mean, it's like, it's crazy. I don't know. Can somebody explain that to me? Well, sometimes they want to test you on some things. Not everything is meant to actually create a conflict between black and law enforcement. See, a lot of them have been playing the game. Like, we have them here in the 757. I've had a few come up to me to look for a response, and when they don't get it, they smile and move on. I mean, it's it's all in how you respond to them. I mean, some people you got to treat beneath you and keep it moving. I, I don't see everything as a conflict. We take it that way because we've already been toyed or already dealt with law enforcement in that fashion. I, I mean, right. people got to learn how to see these motherfuckers the way I see them. They own my tax dollar. Now, if my tax dollar not being used, I'm, I'm thinking of business. And you a business owner yourself. I own my own cleaning company 17 years. So, sweetie, I'm thinking on a business level. If you're not using my tax dollar appropriately, I'm going to come at your ass in the way I can. So I don't mind you catching a quick lunch and getting some donuts and coffee. But if that shit run into two, three hours, I'm going to, you know, start complaining. And you can do what you want to do. We need to start looking at them in that fashion. The same way we do welfare is the same way we need to see law enforcement. They're on your tax dollar. If that tax dollar is not working to your benefit, we need to deal with it as a black folk. We're not doing it that way. See, we're looking for the profitable end to get mad about, as I just said to the boys. We're looking at it in the wrong sense, and we Mm -hmm. need to get out of that. We need to get out of that. Same way in where you come from, don't pay your taxes here. Play with the man and don't pay your shit. You worried about a federal agent putting you in jail. How about your ass get your house taken from you right underneath your feet or your car? You go out there and look for it. That thing got 90 chains on it with a sign right. that says, pay your damn bills. See, stuff like that. They'll come after me and you for everything we do wrong, but this is where law enforcement, the government in general, is getting on my nerves. They're not being held accountable for how they waste my money. Because right. if I need to and go right. and get my benefits, I can't get my benefits till I retire. But by the fucking time I do, somebody on welfare with nine, ten children already used my money ten times over. And I'll right. never get yeah. it. 
team, but while we got them in those positions, we need to hold them accountable for them positions. Not just saying the crime part, but the damn political part where the money that goes in their pocket is being dealt. We're not looking at it business sense. We're looking at it as a slave issue, and we need to get the hell out of that. I'm just saying, I'm sorry you went through what you went through, but we need to start looking at it from the right way. We're not looking at it the right way. I understand, and to me, I I actually laughed at everything that he said, and I was mm-hmm. like, you know, it, it was mm-hmm. funny to me. But I was like, man, the way you, the way he's thinking was different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow. I'm like, really? You you ain't got nothing else better to do but try nope. to and you know, laugh at me. Mm-hmm. And then, man, this too, man. At the same time, you know, I I I, I did door to door for a majority of my working career. I've been all over the country. You know, I've been in uh, uh, ghetto neighborhoods knocking on doors. I've been in the, the million-dollar homes. Now, sometimes it's the police, you know, sometimes. I'm not I'm because mm-hmm. I'm a respectful person, and every day of my door-to-door career, I was in a shirt and tie. You know, maybe a polo and, and some slacks if I down-dress. But 99% of the time, I'm in a shirt and tie, and they treated me Exactly the same as if I was wearing a black hoodie and 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 having a bag like I'm casing a joint, you know. And there's been other officers that be like, "Well, I respect what you're doing, and and, and let you go." But I'm gonna be honest; it's more, it's seventy percent more chance of them treating you like a criminal, even mm-hmm. if you're doing positive, uh, than not, you know. And right. I've been through right. a lot of those situations, a lot, you know. You know, people well, just you know, think. Go ahead. We come from the same. We come from the same background, so we've experienced all that together. You know what I'm saying? It's just, mm-hmm. And the thing about it, they wouldn't know that we're business owners. They look at us by the color of our skin, and not knowing that me myself own three businesses. You own a business. Your brother owns a business. They look at yeah. us as a color, not as a business owners. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. well, um, well. Well, I was reading something uh, a few weeks ago about uh, about the Jim Crow laws. Have y'all ever heard of the Jim Crow laws? Uh-huh. Okay, the Jim Crow law was set, like, in, uh, before 1965, which forbid the black folks to have the same privileges as white folks. You uh-huh. know, and in, 19, and in 1965, they stopped it. Well, um, it was something I was reading that's, that's like there's something it's it's called it's like a new Jim Crow law. It's not written anywhere in the law books. It's not in the government. Um, um, but 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 what's happening is is that um, that we are getting targeted and we are getting oppressed against. And the way that they doing it, they doing it through the law enforcement. They're using the law enforcement as an umbrella to target black folks. You know. And 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 that that that's what they do, you know. They're using the judicial system to 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 target black folks, you know. And and it's been like that, you know. Uh, they say that that African Americans constitute one million uh, um, of the uh, folks in jail, and out of the two, and that's out of two point three million people that's incarcerated in prison. You know, they say African-Americans go to jail six times the, uh, at the rate of white folks. You know, they're giving black folks uh, um, um, a lot of time for selling drugs, but not giving the white folks 
uh, they give them half the time for using. You know, exactly. So I I, I yeah. believe that yeah. they I believe that they target black folks through the judicial system. Um, not just that. I I just believe that that they've been trying to execute us for years. I mean, that's just the way that I feel, and that's my opinion. I take homosexuality for for instance. You know, they put homosexuality in, in the media, and I'm, I I don't have nothing against my mom's gay, so I don't have nothing against anything. But the thing is, for the past five years, uh, what happens is, is that, like, they've been promoting it on TV and in the media and in the movies, and what happens is when, when, when you know, you take a city like Atlanta, you know, which I heard is just hella different than it was 10 years ago. And what happens is when you got black folks that's gay and, you know, listen, all, you, they wearing the tight clothes now. It's like they put it in the media so much to where these young people thinking that being gay is cool. Well, and, and, and to me, I come from a background where Sodom and Gomorrah happened, and I know the background of that story and things, and it's like, they put it in there where it's cool now, and now you got two gay folks. It's fifteen, twenty yeah. years. There's no more. There's no more children being created. There's 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 HIV, STDs, and stuff. You know, it's just craziness. I just mm-hmm. believe that they this is their plan, and this is a plan that they've been having. Okay. Yeah, that's that's an ammo. This is ammo talking, right? No, no, no. Good. Okay, good. I still got to get to this point. Yeah, that's that's definitely another uh, topic for an upcoming show. But I definitely want to squeeze in another call before we take break. Um, now, Shogun, before we take uh, the next call, and then thank you. Anything you want to plug? Um, thank y'all. Thank y'all. I re- hey, thank y'all. I respect everything you're doing. I appreciate what you're doing for the artists and what you're doing for us. Thank you. Oh yeah. yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. But I'm going to go ahead and speak right. uh, yeah, before we take the next caller, uh, definitely check out Street Notes Records. Uh, it's exactly what it is, Street Notes Records. There's no V in it. It's not like, uh, in a crazy way. So uh, so definitely check out Street Notes Records. Streetnotesrecords.com. And uh, you can get more updates on guns and ammo and, and, and all the artists signed to the label. Also, Rhyme Steam as well. And um, you can also check out, get more information on Guns and Ammo also at Guns and Ammo News. That's Guns with a Z. Uh, ammo, or Guns and Ammo News with an S, dot blogspot.com. So definitely check that out. Get all kind of updates, all kind of, you know, great things on what's going on with Guns and Ammo. And, of course, you know, just like Shogun said, you know, I'm doing a lot of work promoting them and things like that. And, and hey, it's, 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 it's great working with you all. Um, yeah, definitely appreciate it. Oh, yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, and also, you can also get more updates on Guns and Ammo on Blacktopia.org and the Blacktopia mobile app, which you can download from iTunes, Amazon.com, and BlackBerry World. All right, let's go ahead and take one more quick caller. Uh, then we'll take the rest of your calls after Good Morning at Night with Miss Marie Jones. So, uh, and we, plus, we'll do some more discussion. That's all after the break. Let's take one more call. Caller in the. Uh, Eight five zero six one two. You're on the air. Who is this? Caller in the eight five zero six one two. You're on the air. Who is this? 
Uh, I'll call and I'm, I'm gonna get you. If you're still on the, if you're still in the host queue, when we get come back from break, we'll get you. All right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Then after we come back from the break, tongue all in the mouth. We'll come back from the break. I got some more things to plug. Also, Miss Marie Jones has good morning at night. She's back on the line now. A little call dropped. All right, you're listening to Blacktopia presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host Bob the Country Clean Lady. Some guy named Jay, that's me, of course, and Miss Marie Jones. All right. Let's uh, get into this song right here. That's right, girl. Child, I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you're saying I got to do is drink this tea, and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. 
What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And girl, you can lose the weight and keep them curves too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes Tea from CurvyButtHealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. Oh, yes. You're listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, some guy named Jay, and Miss Marie Jones with our guest, Guns and Ammo. Uh, you just heard the song Turned Up from Guns and Ammo. And that song is also featured on the uh, on the mixtape by uh, by DJ Eddie. I'm gonna get the name wrong. I don't even have the notes in front of me. But uh, well, anyway, uh, pardon me for not getting the DJ correct. But uh, but it's hosted by Obi Trice. You know, uh, hosted by Obi Trice, and their song is featured on that mixtape. And um, you can get the correct information on the mixtape by going to Guns. That's Guns with a Z and Ammo. News with an S dot blogspot.com and you get all the updates on them and you can check out the mixtape. You can also go to Southeast Hip Hop Magazine dot blogspot.com too and then you know get the mixtape from there as well and I uh, listen to it on that Piff and um it's one of the latest blog entries so you so you as soon as you go on there you'll see it. So it's not like you have to dig through a bunch of articles. You can just boom it's at the top and um go ahead and Stream that mixtape from Audio Mac. You know, I should have had the DJ's name in front of me. I apologize. Uh, it's all good. I, I didn't know I was going to just up and plug that. Um, and speaking of plugs, I got some things to plug. Go to blacktopia.org for some more great content. We also, uh, oh yeah, shout out to Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle filled in for Miss Marie Jones last week as the uh, as a temporary co-host. And she also is a uh, writer and journalist and author, and she also writes a weekly column on Blacktopia.org and the Blacktopia mobile app called Share the Love. So definitely check that out. Share the love and and check out read everything she has to you know talk about. Um, so we have that. Plus, I want to give a shout out to Melinda Parker, Creative Coins. She has the Creative Coins column on Blacktopia.org and the Blacktopia mobile app as well. Check it out. Um, next week, we have poet Daryl Herbert. Let me go ahead and clap for him. Um, where's my claps? Okay, I got it. See, I'm, I'm doing this on the laptop, and, you know, these little updates from Facebook is uh, blocked. Okay, there it goes. <laughs> Shout out to Tamika Schiff. She's posting something in Black Blacktopia, the Facebook group. That's, that's what that is. The alert was blocking away. Uh, oh, yeah, before I um, talk about next week's show, definitely check out the Blacktopia Facebook group. We've got a lot of great things going on in there. It's about assimilating black people of all walks of life and uh, just bringing us all together no matter what. No matter what you are, we get people of all ages. We got people in their 60s in Blacktopia, all the way down to people that are eight from 18 to 60 something. 
CEO that we have in Blacktopia from all walks of life. We've got people from Africa, black people from Europe. Uh, we got black people from Australia, all in the group. So it's not just uh, for black Americans from, from the age of 20-something to 40-something. No, it's, it's for all black people. It, it doesn't matter. We don't allow kids in there, though. If you're under 18, we don't allow you because we've got some heavy topics and we don't want you guys in there. But you can still rep Blacktopia. We have some uh, some elements on the blacktopia.org website that uh, well, we're about to get them. That will be a little more family-friendly. And um, not only that, but we're also pairing up with Catch More Kids to do some events for the kids, especially here in the southeast region, just like we did last year. But uh, Blacktopia, we want to get more involved with it. Um, you know, I have a meeting with Chanel Catchmore for Catch More Kids next week. And uh, so I'll do, you know, whatever goes on at that meeting, I'll let you all know on the air how we're going to incorporate that. So, you know, Blacktopia is for black people all over the world and for the kids too, you know. So I'm going to clap for that too. We also have a Blacktopia all-black business directory. If you want your business listed in the all-black business directory, all you have to do is email us at blacktopiabusiness at gmail.com, and uh, we'll get your business in there. The thing is, you have to be a member of the Facebook group. Search the Facebook group on Facebook. It's Black Utopian Society. A lot of people, when I say this on the air, they'll start going to the like page. We do have a like page. Definitely support it, but that's not active like that, so you're not going to really get a lot of updates. Go to the Facebook group, Blacktopia, Black Utopian Society. Join up. That's all you have to do. If you do that, the listing's free. We'll list you in there. We'll tell you what information we need from you. Um, but if you want to advertise your business with Blacktopia, that's going to cost you. <laughs> but our advertising packages won't hit you in the head. You know, we have you know a lot of small businesses, a lot of businesses in their first and second year just trying to get off the ground, trying to get more advertising, trying to get more customers, trying to build up their clientele. We understand that, so we don't have these ridiculous – you know, these ridiculously high advertising packages, they're they're pretty small. You know, some that you know, something that'll get you out there a little further than what you have. Um, you know, and it definitely works, it's definitely effective, definitely gets you more clients. If you're interested in advertising with Blacktopia dot org and you know, using our advertising services, email us at blacktopiabusiness at gmail dot com and ask about that too. That's blacktopiabusiness at gmail dot com. And I will tell you all about our advertising services. Now, it's not like these other websites where all they do is put a banner on the leaderboard and call it a day. No, we don't do that. We do more than that. We'll, we'll give you the banner, too, but we'll also get you some write-ups, some articles. We'll even interview you on the show. We'll interview, have you interviewed on other shows that's affiliated with Blacktopia and also affiliated with the Media Blast. We'll also have you on the Media Blast, also do some email blasts, also do some boom, 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 all of that stuff. Uh and we also do marketing and advertising specific to your business. It's not no one size fit all advertising. We don't just uh, say, okay, well, if somebody's selling shoes and then somebody has a hot dog stand or whatever, we don't just advertise that the same way. You know, there's two separate businesses and two separate things. So, you know, you get you, your business will get that special love. You know, we don't just, like I said, we don't do like these other websites and just put up a banner and say, okay, we're done. Thank you for your money and put up a banner and don't even <laughs> no, we go the extra mile. That's what we do. It's all about supporting our businesses, supporting our own. Uh, is there anything else I want to plug? Oh yeah, let me go back to next week. Daryl Herbert, 
will be our guest. And um, he's a poet in Black Philippia. And uh, he's, uh, he's been doing all kinds of great poems and stuff. Um, so definitely check him out, Daryl Herbert. And then the week after that, we have Linda Brown. Linda Brown is an ACN network representative. Um, you know, it's that company that will help you get uh, lower prices on your utility bills and things like that. They also get services through them. You get bundle packages and stuff like that. And she'll tell you all about that. Plus, they also uh, are looking for more people to sell the services. So uh, she'll tell you all about that. You've, you've probably seen her in Black Toby. She hasn't been posting there lately, but she's been in there uh, posting those out. Funny commercials, um, you know. I know, I know you've seen that other one where she's in the car talking about. Let me find out you got that big boy TV with them hospital stations still on them. And uh, you know, let me. You can get the hookup for me. Call me. Well, you know, she's going to join the program the week after the week after next Tuesday. Tell you more about ACN. And uh, that's all the plugging I'm going to do. I, I, I took up enough of your time. <laughs> We're going to start back the show, and uh, we got Miss Marie Jones about to give us a good morning at night. Let me bring on uh, Miss Marie. Well, actually, Miss Marie Jones is on right now. I didn't, I didn't mute her. That's why I heard that background. That kind of threw me off. How <laughs> you doing, Miss Marie Jones? Good morning. Good morning. What is it, class? Yeah. Now, wait a minute, girl. That was wrong sound effect. Okay. Well, okay. It's... It, it, <laughs> Just doing a show. Where are the claps? Hey, Susan. I need to wake up. Did you have coffee today? I don't drink caffeine. I'm, I'm just always oh, energetic like that. Now. I, I'm, oh, done okay. I'm done with it. I'm done with caffeine. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I drink lots of coffee in the morning. Lots of coffee. Uh, I just I didn't I didn't really have a whole lot for this evening. I just want to give like a really quick snippet of two things that are still like going on in the news, but you guys probably don't hear about it, right? So I just did a little compare, contrast, and comparison. Okay, so y'all got to stay with me, okay? So you know heard of the Zika virus, right? Well, it's your monologue. You know we we're saying here mentally. No, I'm asking you. You heard of the Zika virus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So here's the thing. The Zika virus is basically a mosquito bite, but I'm going to give you all the real synapses of it. So the CDC has spent, as of today, September 1st, 2016, $194 million to kill mosquitoes. Okay. $194 $194 million to kill mosquitoes. That's roughly $35 million of it has been spent in Florida, just Florida alone. So just in case y'all not familiar about, you know, what the Zika virus is and what the symptoms are, right, it's a mosquito bite. The symptoms are a red, itchy rash. You might get a fever, a little bit of joint pain. Your eyes might get red. Mosquito bites are spread by mosquito bites, right? Mosquito bites on a regular basis are the same thing. Even a regular old mosquito bite can possibly have some adverse complications to pregnant women, which is supposedly the problem. Well, we all really know what the problem is. It affected a couple of white folks, and shit got complicated. So, 
anyway, while they may be winning the war on the bugs in Florida, they're losing in education because public school funding has been stripped down to the bare minimum down in Florida. So for about each student in Florida, they are allocated about $7,000 in pupils. I don't know about y'all, but I'm almost certain the public schools down in Florida could have used some of that bug spray money. $194 million to kill some bugs is a hell of a lot, especially since they're allocated to receive about $222 million. But in other news, the Flint water crisis still exists. We're still down here in the D, Detroit, pushing donations of water to our friends up north. State legislators um, are still fighting over who can get the contracts to replace the pipes that are still harming our babies with the lead, are still in office, yet to be arraigned on any attempted murder charges. Governor Rick Snyder still sitting in the comfortable home, drinking the filtered, bottled, taxpayer-paid, lead-free water. But here's the kicker. This is the contrast I was telling you guys about. So in the state of Florida, they kill mosquitoes. So you don't get a mosquito bite. Just in Florida, they spent $35 million to kill here in the state, the city of Flint, which is about 86% black. We have a budget by our wonderful governor to spend about $38 million. That's for the whole city. That's for the pipes to be clean, you to get your baby checked out, and hopefully in 20 years they're not actually, you know, retarded and done, which lead poisoning usually you know, kind of has some learning disabilities in there for your kids. So out of that $38 million so far, about $5 million has actually been given to the actual people in the city of Flint, but not for the water. It's being used to promote awareness to the city of Flint residents to not drink the water because it ain't safe. I'm going to take it back over to you, Jay. You and Barbara, go ahead and take over. That's, that's my good morning at night. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I, that's something about the, uh, the you know, they, they, you know, now, now mosquitoes is fucking up the legs and arms of the white people. Now all of a sudden we gotta, hey, we gotta do some stuff. It's a problem. Thirty-five million dollars to kill some fucking mosquitoes, right? To kill the mosquitoes. They only gave thirty. Thirty-eight million dollars seems like a large number to you know some hood folks, but when you've attempted to kill a whole city. Honestly, $38 million to the entire city of Flint. It costs more than that to replace the fucking pipe. Yeah. But we busy killing mosquitoes. Yeah. That's all I wanted to really talk about tonight. Oh, yeah. Good morning. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, well, I guess that's another really good uh, thing to drink coffee because, you know, the tap water ain't, ain't even good enough. Hey, Gotta... can't drink the water. You cannot drink the water. The money that they've spent so far out of that $38 million has been to, to promote don't drink the water in Flint. It's fucked up. Definitely. Well, uh, well, callers, uh, press 1 if you're listening in on the uh, – if you're listening in on your phone, if you're streaming, press 1. If you're listening in on the link, give us a call at 516-387-1219. And press 1. We'll bring you on. We'll take some more calls. We got Ammo still on the line. How you doing, Ammo? Ammo. Okay, Ammo, your mic is unmuted. If you're, you know, if you're, you know. Yeah, I'm mute. mute. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Guns. I guess Guns had to drop off the line, but we still got you here. So uh, that's yep, great. Yep. 
Um, you uh, is there anything you want to plug before we start taking more calls? Uh, well, I mean, I I just want to uh say I do pray for the people out there in Flint, man, and it's crazy because I haven't even heard about Flint, Michigan, in a while. Like, and you know, it's 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 crazy that they they're not promoting that. But I've been hearing all I don't even really watch the news, but I've been hearing about the Zika virus. You know, I don't know what it is. I know it got something to do with the mosquitoes, and but I, I've been hearing a whole bunch about the Zika virus and stuff, and it's good to know that, man. That that the media is really really downplaying what's going on in the black communities and 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 since it's Miami and, and Dade County and all that stuff where it's you know most of the uh, tourist attraction is you know they want to amplify it over there you know exactly that's all I really wanted to say but yeah my my prayers do go out to to each side but like I said it's uh it's 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 messed up man it's messed up just how the world works man. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, uh, let's go ahead and breeze through these calls right quick. Uh, we got a lot of people on the line wanting to talk to you, Evo. So let's go ahead and bring them on. Let's go ahead and bring Barbara on, too. Um, let's start with the caller in the eight. No, hold on. Let's, let's do this. Do it a different way. Okay, no, I'll just start with the caller in the 850. Caller in the 850-612. You're on the air. Who is this? All right, caller in the eight five zero six one two. You're on the air. Who is this? Okay, I'm going ahead and uh, I got I got to play that. Oh, okay, I already played the match game. I ain't gonna do it again. All right, let's go on to the next caller. Okay, no, they hung up. Okay, let's go on to the next caller. Uh, caller in the oh, I know who this is, but I'm gonna see if they're gonna say it. Caller in three two three five six eight. You're on the air. Who what up, this? what up, Jade? It's Ron Skeen. Ron Skeen. Put some respect on my name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My name, put some respect on it. <laughs> put some respect on it. Hey, Ron Skeen. Put some respect on it. How you doing, Ron How y'all doing? How y'all doing over there? All right, that right. Good, bro. Man, ammo, guns and ammo. I want to give y'all props for that song. That You know, that's... You know, it, it takes a lot of courage to actually come out with a song like that. You know, you get a lot of backlash, you know, as far as uh, speaking your mind, same as N.W.A. did, the same as Colin Kaepernick did, same as everybody out here putting it out there. You know what I'm saying? Because you can definitely risk your career um, by, you know, by saying how you really feel. So, I, you know, first of all, I want to give you respect for putting that song out, you know, having the, the balls to put the song out and, you know, let you know how you feel and you know, let you know you got the community's back. So that's first and foremost. I want to say, but yeah, y'all definitely doing a good job, man, and and just keep grinding. Yeah, appreciate that, man, and and same to you, man. I be seeing you, man. You you got the Keith Murray track, man. I see you, man, doing your thing, man. And you know, we all in the same grind, you know. And uh, I want to say too, man. They they took uh, a lot of the fuck the police. I mean, excuse my language. They took a lot of that out of the song too. So you know, like in between them them choruses, is supposed to say it, but. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we ain't going to go too hard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you ain't you ain't go too hard for me. You you did just right. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, man. So I got a question. Um, so I was speaking on, the, you know, the Colin Kaepernick um, situation, how 
he's not being supported by the NFL. Everybody pretty much turned their back on them. Uh, turned their back on them for actually speaking up for a cause. Now, same as you, you know, your brother, you have a voice to uh, actually speak on different issues. Um, what do you feel about how the NFL has turned its back on, on him as far as speaking on the issues, uh, being a person of power, a person who has a voice, um, and how these executives and everyone turned their back on him? Because that's the problem I have. You know, when he was throwing touchdowns, he was doing the spotlight, bringing money to the NFL. Y'all loved him. So once he became an individual and spoke on an issue that plagued his community, they turned their back on him as an affiliation, which is supposed to be his brotherhood. Uh, how do you mm-hmm. feel about that? Y'all should make another song. Y'all should make a new song called <laughs> Fuck the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's crazy, man, because, I mean, you know, it, it's like it, it's it's like the the uh, the, the monkey and the monkey, the, the guy that, you know, you've seen all people with the little street monkeys, right? And they do the little dance yeah. and stuff and ask for little coins and stuff. But once that monkey can't dance no more, guess what? And once that monkey do something that that, that – that that's not likable, you know what I'm saying? They get rid of the monkey, you know what I'm saying? They probably kill the monkey, whatever. Just throw it throw it away, you know? And and that's the same thing, man. To, to the NFL, the NBA, all that stuff is organized. It's organized to the fact where it, uh, to almost to the point they they know who's going to win, who they want to win, and who they don't want to win, and who they want to advertise and who they don't want to advertise, who they want to make look bad. Who who they, who they don't want to make look bad because I'm pretty sure Peyton Manning. I'm not a a big sports fan. I mean, I love sports. I just don't watch it a lot. But I don't hear nothing negative about Peyton Manning. And I'm pretty sure he got a lot of issues going on. More money, more problems. You know, or or, or any of those guys like that. That's that's out there. That's that's white NFL players. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not I'm not sure who turned their back on on my man's. But you know, if it was a community. Then, then, to me, as a community, you should always uplift your fellow man. You feel what I'm saying? If he's down or not, you know, and everybody makes mistakes. And if it's an opinion, it's an opinion, and that's what is considered. That's why we have a constitution and a right to state the opinion we have. You know what I mean? But that's no reason to turn turn it back on a fellow man. You know what I mean? Uh, if it, that's if it's just community. You know, as far as the NFL. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna play it how they want to play it and how they want. So just make them look good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, Kev. Yeah, because what I, what I thought was, you know, it, all it takes. Because I, I understand that a lot of those black parents generate a lot of revenue for this NFL organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it all it takes was one of those executives to say, hey. Because the problem is plaguing America. It's just not plaguing black people. I mean, there, you know, I understand there's some white people who have issues with racism, um, you know, just by me traveling the world and seeing different things. So it, it's plaguing America, these injustices is happening. Um, so I, I think that all it takes was one executive to say, hey, of, of, you know, non of color to say, hey, this is wrong. Let me support him. And then everybody else probably jump on the bag. Like, I just feel bad. I just very disappointed. None of them stepped up to the plate to actually support him as as, a, as an American who say he loved this country, he loved this. He just want to make an action showing his revolution to, to to start a movement to end injustice that's happening all over the country as well as the world. Didn't the sale of his jerseys like skyrocket after this? 
Unfortunately, yes, you know, but that's the NFL making money again. <laughs> I mean, making and money know, and off it's, of his business. It's black people that's buying it predominantly, so-called. But see, sports to me, just and it's just my two cents. It's organized slavery. So the white man is going to put him up there. This, this, this. We don't see how far this nigga can run, how far this nigga can jump, how many touchdowns this nigga can get. That's it. When he got out of line, which he's what he's doing right now, it's an issue. nationality he is I like his wordplay and 
and and Biggie Smalls and even Tupac, even though I'm from from the other side, but you know what I mean. Uh, all those guys have a have a, a delivery. Ice Cube had a delivery, you know, and 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 wordplay, and it made sense. People are losing fact of that. Yeah, the songs might be hot because I, I was listening to the Panda song. I know everybody heard Panda, 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 you know, and that, <laughs> that it, 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 the the song. If you look at the words. It's like, you know, what if is you can he tell really us the talking about? Can you tell us the words? <laughs> what he's saying is, is uh, 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 how you start off? Panda, panda. Um, oh, yeah, panda, I got blogs in Atlanta. I got blogs in Atlanta. And he got a credit right. card. Right, okay. credit card and the scammers. And, and, it's a, and, it's a and he, yeah, No, he hitting up licks in the bando. He I, got in the band. That, what? In the bando, the bando, the 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 abandoned house. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, then. But but he but he say black X six. He a black X six, and a white X six that looked like a panda. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, it's it's childish. It's like you know what I'm saying. And 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 the only thing that really makes the song hot is the energy and the beat. Really, not the lyrics. So when when I hear stuff like that, I mean. It, you know, I, I can't get mad at it because those guys are on and, and they out there. But at the same time, it, it makes me feel like I put all my all into the music. I'll be honest, I don't go to the studio and just write a rap. It takes me, you know, a couple of days, maybe a week to put my all into a verse. You know what I mean? And these guys, they get high and go into the studio and, and come up with something so simple that, that and they got money. That's what it is. They got money. If I had ten thousand uh, dollars, FTP would be everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It'd be everywhere. You know, and That's these guys, they come up doing. on a little. You got you to come up with two. You got to come up with something real simple, like jingle bells, jingle bells, <laughs> jingle bells. <laughs> there you go. Boom. You got a song. And put a beat to it. And that's all you. That's all she wrote. That's number one hit. He did it. He did you it. Know? He did. What's the name of the song? Timmy Turner, the cartoon. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I Let can't even stand you. to listen to that song. I got a rap right. It's called Garfield. <laughs> Soon as I figure out how to say that shit in French, I'm hitting the studio. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so my, my next my next question for you guys. Is I heard you guys talk about some of the some of the people that you guys like when you were coming up, you know, uh, from uh, uh, the, most of it was 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 on the um, East Coast because you guys are closer to the East Coast, right? Am, am, mm-hmm. I, am I wrong? Chicago, okay. so Chicago. I, yeah, so yeah, I mean, that's, you guys are gonna get. I remember when I was younger, you know, everything was popping from the East and they made its way to the West. I'm on the West Coast, and it was hard for us to get our stuff on the East Coast in the Midwest. Dirty South, wherever it, it, it just it, it just it was West Coast was West Coast and East Coast made it all the way across the country. And uh, but my thing is I'm 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 a huge LL fan. LL's been my man from from day one. And um, right. uh, I just want to know like who like, give me give me a top your top five. Both of you guys are you both, uh, is your brother on too or is it just you? I, I think my brother got back to somehow. Okay, well give me give me your top give me your top five and. Uh, that's, that's all I got to say. I mean, I mean, you guys just keep doing what you're doing. I, I really appreciate the fact that you guys are, are doing what it, they're doing it the way you're doing it because there's so many so many people that 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 are, that have a position and they and you you put a microphone in front of them 
and they run from it. They don't want to talk about what's going on in the community because they're scared. They scared to lose their money. I mean, come on, man. It's, it's not that serious. You, 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 come on, lose your backbone. Let's be real. Lose your backbone. I mean, I've lost money because I've said things, uh, uh, you know, on Facebook to uh, and, and clients that I had. You know, they didn't re-up with me, and I knew what was it about. It is what it right. is. You know. So, and, man, and, you know, we all we all make those mistakes, man, and that's that's the thing, man. Learning from their mistakes and bettering ourselves from their mistakes. But as far as as far as my top five, man, I gotta say, uh, 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 Biggie. That's 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 my man's right there. You know, uh, uh, J.R. Ryder. That's that's another one. Uh, um, Kiss, Yeah, I, I still I still mess with Jadakiss, even though he ain't. Yeah. He, he ain't did a lot, but he's another one that that ain't really been pushed because he ain't crossing over. He, he, you know what I mean? Uh, nope. Uh, Eminem, you know I got to give it up to Eminem, man. He he got that wordplay, man. Uh, and uh, and and Jay Z and 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 the Jigga Man, you know, all coming up. You know, I ain't a big fan of Jay Z no more. Like, you know, I mean, <laughs> I still like him. He, he produced good music. I'm not like a diehard fan no more. Right, you know right. what I mean? You know, you. but uh, as far as coming up, those guys, man, they, they, uh, you know, and I also listen to a lot of different type of music too. You know, I, I mean, I, it was crazy. I'm in the hood and I'm listening to uh, classic rock. You know what I mean? 80s rock music. You know, 90s rock music, Nine Inch Nails, and you know, I, I listen to everything. You know, and it's crazy because people used to look, look at me and what, what the heck is you playing? Like, you know, but you know, I like that stuff. Tim McGraw and 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 that old school country. I mean, well, upbeat country, not that sad, sad song country. <laughs> upbeat country, you know. You know, cause I'm a drummer, man. I'm a percussionist, man. So you know, I get out, hey, man. You, I, listen, you can get I gotta listen. To from, you can get inspiration from any genre of music, you know, and and you don't have to shoehorn yourself up into. All I do is listen to hip hop, rap music. You know, R&B. I mean, there's so many different styles, so many different things. I mean, look at listen to. Uh, Look at how, uh, oh man, uh, 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 oh man, it's right on the top, tip of my tongue. Uh, Eric B. and Rakim when they sampled that, uh, that, that Indian song, and uh, it was, oh yeah, that was hot. It was so different. I mean, it's just right. like when you do something, when you something that just, you know, I mean, right now, like everybody is Drake. Everybody sounds like Drake. My son is 13 years old. He come out, he's like. That Drake? I said no. That's just somebody that sounds like him. I mean, everything right. sounds <laughs> the same. Everything sounds the same. I mean, I, right? You know, when when I was younger, I mean, there was a lot of uh, groups that sounded the same, but individuals. There was a couple that sounded, but not a whole. I mean, not like ten guys. It was like maybe you had two guys flipped it, and and uh, what was the other the cat that that they both had that you know that uh that English. Vibe going with them, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying. But it wasn't a lot of guys that that, that tried to bite each other. They are, 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 oh, that style is working. They they tried to battle them and come with something different and, and, and set themselves apart and, and wanted to be different. I mean, you know, um, Run DC was completely different than whatever else. The, the BC Boys, everybody had their thing, and you know, and it was so it was refreshing and and with a laugh thing. And that's how, like, the South Side dropped something. Right. And that's how the South Side rap kind of started off. If you notice, you know, 8-Ball, MJG, and then Master P now started coming out. The music was kind of the same with 3-6 Mafia. 
but it was other artists out there that was rapping different. Like, even though Ludacris really from the Midwest, he from Springfield, Illinois. You know what I mean? But, but he, but he, I mean, he had a different style, and and yeah. and Ti was tongue twisting in. Even though Twister, you know, he he really the the king of the twisting. You know what I'm saying? But but you know he was doing that, and he had the same thing with with like uh. Detroit, you know what I'm saying? I, I I I love Detroit music, you know what I mean? At first I didn't like it. Like I was like, why do they all sound the same like that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I started depicting the difference, hey, you know what I mean? Hey, 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 hey. Uh, <laughs> wait a wait a minute. Now y'all next right, I, I, I love Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> I felt the same way about the South music though, you know what I'm saying? Until I gave it a chance, you know what I'm saying? You know, and start realizing, like, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, it, these groups are from this area. That's why they sound like that. And this group is from this area. That's why they sound like that. And you, you listen to what they say. Because I listen to Doughboy Cash out. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'll rep them people, Big Shine. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, oh, yeah, you know? Yeah. All right, what about y'all? Y'all listen to Currency? To who? Currency. Currency? I heard of Currency. currency. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, currency, yeah. Real low key, self published. You won't, you won't sign a deal. Mm-hmm. That's uh, like my guy T Baby. He out there in Battle Creek, man. I don't know if you ever heard of him. T Baby, T Baby. Yeah, he out in Battle Creek, man. He be doing shows. He got a lot of lights and stuff, man. And you know, he he got a different style. He don't sound sound like that repetitive style, like, all the time. Like, you know what I mean? He he switched it up, his, you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I'll I, I be digging Detroit. I ain't down in Detroit. I got peoples out there. Okay, Jay, I'm just saying, Jay, I need you to come up with a beat. I'm coming up with my song, Miss B, going to do my hook. We're going to make this song happen. It's going to be called Garfield. Oh, yeah. We're um, going to do it in French. I'm coming out. I'm trying to give yeah. me a side hustle. Um well, Timmy Turner, Timmy Turner, and Panda to hit. Um, I'm just saying, I, I need you know just a couple few dollars on the what light bill or something, you know. Get you some, get you some old Parliament funk sound and, and put auto tune on it, and there you go. There you go. See, this is what I'm talking about. Collabing right here. I heard it first right here on Black Talk. You're blowing us Yeah, John Huey, definitely thank you for the call. Um, uh, right. you know, oh yeah, is there anything else you want to say right quick before we go to the next caller? No, no, I'm I'm good, I'm good. I'll I'll try to make my my schedule has been pretty good lately, so I'm gonna try to get make it on make it on the show on, on Tuesdays and make it a regular thing. Good, good, man. I'm I'm always glad to always glad to talk to you. Always glad when you call in. And uh, for all y'all listening, appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Oh yes, oh yes. For all y'all listening, John Huey also has a vlog with Blacktopia. It's, uh, you can catch it in the Southeast Hip Hop YouTube page. Go to youtube.com forward slash Southeast Hip Hop. You can check out John Huey's The Uncomfort Zone. That's, uh, that's a Blacktopia exclusive. You know, and plus Barbara, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, she has Testify. And um, Adrian Charleston, she has Butterfly Flow. And I also want to let you know, Angelica, <clears throat> excuse me, Angelica Moss. You know, she's in the chat room. She's working on one with Blacktopia called The Wrap-Up. So that's going to be great, too. So we got all kind of great video content for you all to listen to 
and check out on the Blacktopia website and the YouTube and the and the mobile app and all that. So uh, again, thanks, John. You we want to take you out with a uh, we want to take you out with some claps too. Oh yeah, I need to get some more sound effects. <laughs> Barbara's been telling me. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, like I said, press one. You want to jump in? We got another call up and take right quick. Uh, if you want to, you know, join us, press one. If you're listening in, uh, streaming. If you're listening in on the link, call us at five one six three eight seven one two one nine. Let's take this caller in the three four six. Caller in the three four six three six eight. Hello. Hey, Hi. This? this is Melinda. Hi. Melinda Parker, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, sweetheart. How y'all doing? I'm I'm okay. I'm doing good. Enjoy the show. <laughs> Uh, now, Melinda, before you uh, ask a question, uh, I want to let, let the listeners know that you can check out Melinda Parker's column in the Blacktopia mobile app and the blacktopia.org. It's called Creative Coins. It's great. Check it out. A lot of great, inform- you know, got a lot of you know, great sayings and little nuggets of information, little little fortune cookie pot shots, uh, you know, information that she puts out in Creative Coins. So definitely check it out for that. All right, Melinda Parker, got a question or comment for our guest, Dungeon Ammo, or want to contribute to the conversation? Oh, yes. Um, I just wanted to say much respect to the artist, um, Guns and Ammo. You know, I know it's not easy, especially when you put all that you have into your work. Um, I appreciate artists that do that, especially those that are willing to go outside of the comfort zone, you know, of the norm to speak what needs to be spoken. Um, and as listening to him, John Huey, um, everybody, as far as artists nowadays do not study the artists of back in the day. They, they don't do homework. Mm-hmm. Um, they just want to do the simple rap, the simple beat, and be done with it. It's no love, it's no care, it's no discipline into it. And, you know, when I I really don't listen to too much of today's music because, to me, most of the artists are like, I call it humping the mic. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they, they don't have the delivery. The music outdoes them. You're not supposed to let the beat outdo you, you know. Right. Uh, most of them are rapping in between the beat or above the beat. It's, it's just horrible. Mm-hmm. The music also, doesn't make you think. The song. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it, you know, when you listen to, like, Souls of Mischief, lyricists, you know, Back in the day, when you was listening to a song, you had to replay that one song four or five times just to catch one verse. Right. Now, now you memorize the rap because they're so simple. 
they don't mean anything. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I I don't know. Sometimes I just I'm like, oh, I can't listen to it. I can't do it. Yes, yeah, some have catchy beats, but that's about it. I want yeah, to know what you have to say. Well, as far as you know, I and I listen to today's music. Um, you know, selectively, you know what I mean? I, I don't listen to everything, especially, uh, I don't know. I, I, they got a lot of stuff on the radio that don't even need to be on the radio. But even with Drake's music, you know, even though he's a great artist or whatever and he got really catchy tones and stuff like that, I mean, it, it's slowly playing out. But his songs are so repetitive. Like, it's like, like you said, you know the words the first time you hear it, you know. And if you think about it, like, when I was listening to rap back in the day, when I listened, bought Ice Cube, I mean, uh, I had a uh, a tape. It was called, uh, like, Cool Raps or something, Gangster Rap, get Cool Gangster Raps or something. They had a, uh, Easy E on there. It had a whole bunch of people on there. Man, uh-huh. I would sit down and, and write those lyrics down so I could know what they were saying and I could rap it with it. I couldn't just listen to it, you know. It was, it was three verses to the song, you know, and it had a it had a chorus. It was it was built, you know what I mean? And and, and the and the rap complemented the beat. And same thing with all the old school music and stuff like that. When I was listening to uh uh uh, uh like Curtis Mayfield and, and and those guys from back in the day, man, I'm a, I'm a big Motown fan, you know. Those songs were were like put together. They 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 wasn't it wasn't a beat and and they just got on the beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or just say yeah. something and say, hey, that's hot. Uh, and most of the times, I'll be honest with you, these people going to the studio, they go in there drunk and high and, and turn on the mic to a beat and start freestyling. And the producers is who's doing the job. that say, okay, I'm going to cut this and cut this, and I'm going to put this right here, and now we got a chorus. Now you go back in there and freestyle, and we're going to piece together a rap. You know what I'm saying? We're going to piece it together. And, and, and that's what most of them are doing, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy that... That, like I said, it's really money that gets those artists recognition because I could be I could be everywhere right now if I had money. You know, I could be at, at, at I could get anybody on the track. I could get Drake if I had a million bucks. I'm pretty sure Drake could get on the track. He's gonna say, mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I'm gonna get on the track. Or if mm-hmm. I if I had a hundred thousand dollars, I could get uh, a big boy on a song or whatever. And and, and that's what. That really builds people. I mean, the talent has to be there, and the catchiness has to be there, and people have to request the songs. But if you think about it, if you listen to a song unconsciously for six, seven times a day, you know you're gonna eventually start singing that song when you hear it when you're not listening to it. You know, when you mm-hmm. know you hear that song the way you you start singing that song because now you've grown accustomed to how that song sounds. So what these artists do is say, hey, I'm gonna put a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, into this and uh, get, get. I need you to play this on the radio uh, five times a day, six times a day to all the radio stations, and and now now they got a song that people are listening to and getting used to listening to. So then they start requesting it once you know other people start liking it. You know. Exactly. We out in this yeah, bitch yeah. singing Panda Christmas carols, <laughs> and we don't even know what the hell half the stuff he's talking about is in the damn song. I gotta go to Google, figure out what the hell a X six. I thought it was Ash, I, the panda. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Okay? And I didn't know. Why? <laughs> That's why. That's why Trap Queen, people yeah. ain't really know what we're talking about selling drugs. Like, you know, exactly. Trap Queen, 
they singing the song. I got to ask the kids. I don't know what the he moving bricks. I don't know what he got a camera. I don't know if he had on pajamas. It was too much for me. I didn't understand what the hell was going on. So. Exactly. <laughs> you, um, like when I think of, I think that's of, right, girl. I'm gonna tell, I'm Child, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you who oh. I really like, and that's Slick Rick because he had the art of storytelling. Mhm. You said Biggie. And, no, Slick Rick. Oh yeah, Slick Rick. Right. Oh, definitely. Gonna, there you go. Say, tell me a story and entertain me. Don't that's right, girl. Child. What the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? Once upon a time, not long ago. Okay, do me some shit like that. Not panda. Panda, panda. Whoa, fast. Panda, panda. What the fuck? I don't know what's going on. Definitely. Well, we definitely appreciate your call. I want to let everybody know you can get more Melinda Parker by checking out Creative Coin on Blacktopia.org. If you get it on the Blacktopia mobile app, just check that out, Creative Coin. Uh, you know, we actually, uh, the other person just hung up. Uh, but we only have a couple of minutes left. So, um, so uh, Barbara, is there anything else you want to say right quick? All I can say for him and his brother is to continue to do what they've been doing. I mean, I had my mm-hmm. long interview, so I was in y'all house see what y'all had to say, because I already had my time. I mean, I had to speak for the people. I mean, and the lady said thank you uh, to you and your brother for, you know, answering, because they wanted to hear a young person's point of view. Um, I mean, I guess in their hearts they'll never understand why, and we all won't. Um, the media, I think, really needs to be cut down right along with everything else because now they've gotten to the point it's not about an actual story. It's about publicity. And um, they don't care about the people involved, as I told the ladies as I listened to their stories and cried about it. Um, It's sad. But for the very thought of their children and why they were gunned down the way they were, that's an even greater reason to fight. Um, in your community, if somebody comes to your door about the Black Lives Matter, you know, punch them in the face because you already know that it's not the truth. If it was, somebody would have helped you and answered you on what's going on with your child. And, you know, again, for these kids to have been gunned down, and granted, everybody, thank God, was caught, everybody. When asked in court why they did what they did, they didn't know. That's what they say. You can't even give me closure as to why my baby had to die, and all you can say is I don't know. You know, know, so I know, and that's what hurt the mothers the even worse. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean that was that hurts the mothers even worse because I mean, damn, did they do something wrong to you? I mean, along the way, did it lead up some events? I mean, anything. You know, but the I don't know, and you accept your sentence. And then they hurt on the other side because there's another black child gone. No chance of a real life, you know, nothing but the system. And, I mean, you know, you hurt on all sides, and we, we got to do something. I mean, I say it time and time again, and I know, you know, some people don't like it, but it is what it is. We have to do something. Oh, we just yeah. have to. Oh, yeah. The community got to oh. come together and stop mm-hmm. believing that. Mm-hmm. Snitches get stitches. 
you know, somebody's lost yeah. a baby, yeah. you know, a father, right. a brother, a cousin. You know, mm-hmm. speak up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't wait till the shit hits your door. I know. Oh, yeah. You're right. Now, Ammo, is there anything else you want to say before we uh, wrap it up? Any plugs, any shout-outs, any uh, links, social media? Anything? Oh, man, whatever you want to say. Go ahead. Well, I, I want to say thanks for the opportunity, man. I, I definitely uh, follow y'all, you know what I mean? I, I definitely uh, uh, like the topics y'all talk about, and uh, now y'all got me hooked to the round table. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm hooked now, so you're going to be hearing from me every now and again, definitely. Uh, I appreciate uh, uh, Ms. Barber. No problem, babe. Yep, make and, them uh, money, make me proud, make me proud. Oh, definitely, definitely, and uh, I, uh, I forgot the other lady's name. I know it started with an M. That's Miss Marie. Miss Marie, there you go, there you go, and I appreciate y'all. Uh, John, appreciate you, man, and uh, and uh, we got a hot song, man. That's coming out, man. Mm-hmm. It's called "Don't Play," man. It's gonna be hot, man. It's it, it, it's hot. It's hot to death, and uh, you know, we we still took it to the gangster status a little bit. You know, we still mm-hmm. we and we. Consider ourselves hardcore hip hop, not gangster rap, but hardcore hip hop. You know, it's our genre of music. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, so we, you know, I just, uh, I just want to say thank you, and then you, you can check us out. We, uh, the blog spots, guns and ammo, uh, news. Uh, just, uh, I know most people. I, I can Google my name. I mean, the, the, the group name. I'm pretty sure most people can just Google it, and we everywhere. All that stuff pops up. Uh, definitely check us out on uh, Blacktopia. Uh, 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 J Media Blast. We we all out there. So, uh, just share and like, man. Just share and like and get a music a chance. Just give it a chance. And uh, now, like uh, I said, look, I'm, can I can I say this right quick? I'm gonna tell you this right now. Since I did that long, beautiful interview for y'all, I would like to not have to pay 125. I would like preferred status and a free listen. I'm gonna uh, so, so call. Yes, free listen. Call. Send me whatever stat before you try to charge her. But go and charge Marie. She can afford it, and so can so can proper me. I'm gonna fix it. Uh-huh. Don't charge. Don't charge. No, take care. Look at that hair. I need y'all to make my hair. Don't cost about a thousand dollars. She can afford it. So can him. So can proper. I'm gonna fix it. Come look at my hair. My hair was natty. I'm trying to get No, no, no. My weave was natty. I need a discount. No, the hair she had him was a thousand dollars. Charge her, charge her, charge him. Give me a discount. We gonna get, we gonna, we, we, we gonna blow up after our song hit, uh, Miss B. We, yeah. we, no, we no, gonna no. Hey, we we I need my government funding now, so I just don't want yeah, to charge me one twenty five. I want to go to the new song. We, we gonna get and some government funding for the Thank we, you. We gonna get some government funding with a song called Garfield. Best believe we gonna we get going to jail. Money. That's what we going on with Brandon Owens. You by yourself on that one. No, we gonna sell her hat. We gonna sell her hat for a profit. Cause I can't, I can't go eBay. We selling that hat. I can't, I can't. I got no income. I got no income for jail. No bail money. No GoFundMe. Oh, you know what? That's gonna be the name. That's gonna be the name of our second single. We got it. Yeah, we got it. Coming through. Thank you for tuning in. We got a few shows out. These two coming up too, man. Y'all just check us out, man. We gonna blog all that stuff, man. All the shows. Yes, indeed. Y'all better friend me, both of y'all. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. 
Okay. You've been listening. All right. Blacktopia presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Bob the Country Cleaning Lady, Miss Marie Jones, and some guy named Jay. Thank you, Guns and Ammo. Thank you, Ammo, for sticking in. And, and uh, we appreciate you all. Black, uh, excuse me, Street Notes Records. Check them out. Birdman, is there anything you want to say to me? Y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. We ain't got no more talking. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get off this thing. Thank you all for listening. Good night. Night. Good morning. Good night. All right, good night. Appreciate you.